Hello, classmates. Doctors have a huge problem with desks on screen. What movies you should look out for in 2024? And Daddy Bezos wants more money. Oh, it's time for class. Class is in session! Roll call! Bueller. I'm gonna be late for class. Bueller. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? Late for class. You are mine now. You belong to me. Just study for the test. No more complaining. No more Mr. Kimblet to go to the bathroom. Nothing. There is no bathroom. Welcome to Middle Class Film Class. I'm your host for today, Pete. I'm Tyler. And I'm Joseph. Welcome to this Twitch stream, the YouTubers, the OG classmates in podcast land. And welcome to Joseph and Tyler. Yes. Yes. After taking a week off, yeah. toiling for uh, your uh, Christmas jolly needs. Yes. Yes, you were uh, not present. Uh, you were called in the last minute. You had, yeah. ava- you had an avatar, though. I, I what you, you had, had an, an avatar, avatar. yeah oh, oh, yeah yeah wait you could you could have chose a more like cooler person young simba is not cool enough for you no the no. star of coming home for christmas or i'll be I'll home be for home christmas, for christmas. <laughs> i i i, I thought jonathan tyler I, thomas noe <laughs> i thought you guys knew me better and you would have chosen the animated version of batman oh but, you're uh, i'm surprised you didn't uh, say danzig apparently. yeah you're lucky or you danzig yeah danzig. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be good you're lucky you didn't get Steve Buscemi. But next time, we'll you know we'll we'll do Danzig's body and head, but then we'll put your face. Oh God! Oh, my face I would love to see swole ass Tyler looking hella tired, carrying in cat litter from the store. <laughs> Any of our Photoshop friendly uh, listeners out there, feel free to yeah, make a, get on that. That's your first assignment for the new year. Great. A couple That's things great. though before we get into oh, sure. our stuff. We got yeah. some business. Yes, uh, you. So we talked about our top five movies of 2023. Last year, or at least me and Pete did. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Tyler decided yeah. that he just wanted to talk about five movies in general <laughs> that he watched this year. Uh, I'm, from I, 1997. But that's, that's that's honestly not even the, the thing I'm, that, I, I, that I'm asking you about. Okay. The one that the okay. one thing that perplexed me and uh-huh. Pete was that you mentioned that you said you had another movie with Julianne Moore on your list. When none of your other movies had Julianne Moore <laughs> so, on your list. So, I noticed that myself as well. And I was, I, I, I don't know why I said that. That was the fourth um, take you sent me. <laughs> it was. I didn't know. I didn't realize how many takes I took. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I noticed that myself. And I want to formally apologize to you, Joseph and Peter, and to the classmates that... I what about Julianne uh, Moore? Apologize to her too. And of course, uh, yeah, a very <laughs> avid listener, Julianne Moore. The I'm late, very the sorry. Late was there a movie that while you were giving your list that you thought that she was in previously? <laughs> what I think happened was I had a Julianne Moore movie on my IMDb uh, uh, page on my computer, and I was—I I don't know why I was looking at it. Um, <laughs> I think it over I think, her. I, oh, you know what? It, you know what it was? It was safe because. I listen. I re-listened to one of our uh, recent episodes mm-hmm. where Thanks you mentioned for the downloads, say, by the way. Oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> and uh, I I don't know why I would just I just looked her maybe, up. Maybe Tyler was making his list and he was going back through all the episodes we covered this year. <laughs> and he goes, "May December? Nah, they ain't gonna make it. How about Safe though? Nah. How about How about uh, Boogie Nights? Not May December. Yeah, yeah. Also, how many so How many good. movies of twenty twenty three did you actually watch? We counted four. Uh, movies of 2023. Yeah, it was 65, Barbie, yes. May, December, and No One, no one Will Save, save you. you. Did you watch any other new releases this year? I don't believe I have. Well, you did watch 
one that we'll get into later. Oh but, yeah, but that was at the time. After that oh yeah, I mean that was after the yeah, list yeah. that was formulated. And yeah, before, uh, so, before, and before uh, we get into actual Gavin Chatter, mm. you have some presents to open, buddy. Oh, yeah. these are mine. Those yes, are yours. Are. Yeah. All right. So, look at this. Yeah. Where are ours? Uh, <laughs> what the uh, fuck, Tyler? TBD. What? <laughs> to no, be determined. I, I do. I I do have gifts for you guys, but they're not here. As he as he <laughs> opens, I'm. I have gifts. <laughs> Just not We're going to stretch out this Christmas episode three weeks now. <laughs> that one's for me, just so you know. Yeah. Okay, so this gift is from Joseph. I'm just going to rip it up like an animal. Ah. Nice. What do we have here? Oh, my God. It's it's the lighthouse. But what what is it like a book? Or? Open it. Yeah, open up the plastic. Open up the whole plastic. I have to, I have to I, open up the plastic. I got this similar oh God, so version. We all have the same movie now. Yeah, I have this. Yeah. Copy and I also same version of this movie now. It's uh, I only have a VHS. <laughs> no, don't don't yeah, just yeah, slide, just slide it, out. it out. There you go. Yeah, this is a great great collection. Holy it's part book. Jesus, it's a oh and th- oh my god, this it's, is so awesome. Thank you so much. It's the A twenty four collector's edition. Well, now I feel like a complete ass. <laughs> oh, wait till you open your next one. <laughs> oh no. Yes. So Hold on. let me get this. Jo- Joseph got me that. You can just throw that on the ground. No matter. Just oh, toss it. Anyway, yeah. producer yeah. Justice will clean that up later. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He, Joseph got me the same version, but with everything everywhere all at once. Well, thank you, Joseph. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your friendship, and I appreciate our professional uh, uh, relationship. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the extent. Tyler's <laughs> opening mine right now. <gasps> no way. So Pete, when you taped it together. Yeah, so you have to so t- read what the first one is, the top one. Read All right, so I got Chernobyl. <laughs> Chernobyl. Chernobyl. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he got me the complete series of Reba, one of my all-time favorite sitcoms. I can't believe it. Tyler's never Thank even Thank you guys seen. so much. I, I appreciate this so much. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. I know Jesus. that I know that you you uh haven't actually even seen Reba, but you just love it because of David Feeney. So uh, so now you can now you can remedy that. I think you're thinking of according to Jim, but Yeah, that uh, too. <laughs> oh my god, thank you so much guys. I really appreciate you and uh, I will have gifts for you. I just just haven't had the time All right. to get them. But they will be just I mean, give us one of the packages from your truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what it is. It's a mystery gift. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Dying of my coffee over here. <laughs> Let's get into some Gavin Chatter. Find some charity, you lad. Now's the time for Gavin Chatter. Gavin Chatter, movie news of the week. Tyler, what do you have for the class? All right. So uh, this comes from NPR.org. Doctors are pushing Hollywood for more realistic depictions of death and dying on TV. And oh. I'm assuming probably movies as well. But okay, interesting. They're so they they're not happy with how um, people die. Yeah, <laughs> haven't they ever seen a Craig Zoller movie? So <laughs> Craig F. Zoller movie. Or Robert Rodriguez. I like realistic deaths. Vince Gilligan created one of my most favorite death scenes ever. Okay. Or, well, it, not, is, not not death scenes. Is it in uh, a, inju- injury scenes? Is injury it in um, Breaking Bad or X Files? In Breaking Bad. Okay. In Breaking Bad. Ted owes the IRS like six hundred and fifty something mm-hmm. thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. He old, doesn't. He doesn't fake out when Ted falls and you think he's dead, but he really just ends up in a halo. 
Well, so he gets scared because Huel and Bill Burr's character basically strong arm him to like give him the money that he like inherited essentially. Mm-hmm. So he runs and he falls into a small step. He starts convulsing and like, it's it's the most realistic. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oof. So yeah, this scene right here too is uh it actually the oranges. I'm gonna bring it back to actual movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Because when he falls there, there's a bowl of oranges that fall off the table. Go mm-hmm. back, check that out right yeah, there. And See? that and that is a reference to the Godfather. Every every major character that dies in that, there's like an, a, an orange falling off of a table somewhere or something like that. <laughs> it's it's a, always annoying. It's a real short scene too. <clears throat> yeah, and I thought I thought that that was pretty obvious that Ted, that shows that Ted just died, but I guess not. That, yeah, I remember watching that for the first time and being like, "What the? F-? Like, yeah, that, uh, that's how it happens." <laughs> Just like Barry yeah. Ke- Barry Keoghan in Dunkirk. Oh yeah, falls so, back to, into the into the hole or into the yeah. the, the galley or whatever it's called on the boat, and he cracks his head and just dies. Yeah. And, but so why do you why do you like this one so much, Tyler? How does this pertain to your story? It's very realistic. I mean, I don't I I don't know. You never I, fall I, off the bed, cracked your head, and died before. You're telling me. <laughs> The the re- the reason is is that a lot of a lot of uh, movie deaths are bombastic and unrealistic, and I like depictions of real life. Uh, I've like seen actual re- real life deaths. Tyler, not, have you seen Bone Tomahawk? Re- real life death? Um, no, I think we discussed it in a very 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 early episode that I attempted to watch it and then I fell asleep. Yeah, it's okay. You can skip that because there's one of the most graphic, disgusting deaths in that movie that I don't think anyone ever needs to see, where a guy is bisected upside down. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw. I didn't see it, but I'm aware of that. It. Was realistic. Yeah. It's not anything like like this. Master! <laughs> this is Kung Pao. Yes. Master, you're alive. I only did this. Uh, that doesn't mean a person is dead. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Doc Shoshana and Gerlidius. Shoshana. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm definitely butchering her name. This is her biggest pet peeve with deaths because, you know, she's a doctor. She's seen it all. But what is what's the point? Why? Why make it more realistic? From what I got from the article is there's an ignorance in society about what death actually looks like, Mm -hmm. because the human body is super durable. And in the movies, you can get shot in clavicle or the shoulder or or in the shoulder. And you're like, I'm dead. But if you but if you watch videos of people getting shot, have you guys been to Live Leak before? Have you seen those? I try to avoid beheading videos from ISIS when I'm on the on internet. The human body has such an incredible durability. Wait, I'm, I'm confused. Do they want us to think that we can endure more? So we try, like, more jackasses enter the world? I don't know if that's their intention. I think <laughs> I think they just Yeah, what want, do they want out of this? I... Think they want a representation of a late stage lung failure. Um, they want very a very specific contexts of people dying. Sure. So like, sure. the people die in many different ways in many different movies. A Tarantino movie, he kills people in very specific ways that normally don't happen to most people. I don't think. Yeah. I agree with Doctor Shoshana, and there should be more portrayals of. People going into like hospice and seeing the degradation of life. Oh, there's and there's plenty of those. There's plenty of those movies. They're just not entertaining. Sure, I haven't seen a lot of movies like that. 
I, I yeah. um, actually watched someone uh, get shot on the internet uh, today. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, in uh, preparation. Wait, we don't, no, we don't want to hear this. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, it happens so quick, and it's not as dramatic as, well, no. the, as the movies. Of course, like, they have to make it dramatic because it's a film, but getting shot in real life, that, that's... That would that's, suck. That's no... <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, that's out. not having a good time. That's yeah. a, no, that's no joke. Dude, ha- what the fuck? In certain movies, I appreciate someone who dies in a quote-unquote realistic way mm-hmm. and yeah. not, like, close their eyes and fall back or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. or it's it's instantaneous where they just stop talking and stop breathing just, yeah. just all of a sudden. In The Last of Us, the very beginning oh, with yeah. Joel's daughter, in the game caught me so off guard because of how anticlimactic her dying was i mean the whole scene is very climactic but not taking like a final breath or anything like you don't hear any of that you just the camera is away and she's just stopped breathing yeah there's a very realistic death scene in the movie we're going to recover later on in the week a deep murder (laughs) oh yes the the detective goes oh my god i think he died while i was talking (laughs) (laughs) actually <laughs> he's he's trying to pontificate about who killed him, and he goes, "I think he died while I was talking." Oh God! <laughs> All right, anything else, Tyler? Uh, no, that's it. Anything okay. else to add to the? That's it. There's a flurry of activity in the chat. Mitch Burns and Bruce are in there. They're telling stories about going online and finding videos of Saddam Hussein's hanging video. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not, is no, that, is I don't, that right there. I'll, I'll <laughs> There's a link. I'm not I'm clicking it. It's, a, it's on YouTube. That's a risky link. That's a, that's a too hashtag risky click. I'm scared. No. I don't want to look it up. No, let's not. Let's not do that. Okay, uh, Joseph. What do you got? What do you got for your story? The year is coming to an end. Uh, happy Happy New Year, everybody! Since hey. this is released on New Year's Day, <laughs> we did it. We made it another year. We've done it. Six years. And we are now in the in the fucking Monday of the year. January. Um, oh yeah, January is the Monday of the year. I forgot. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Uh, a barren of nothing, if you ask me. Uh, just, <laughs> just, just a frozen wasteland. January is it's mostly just suck. Later in the year, we have movies to look forward to coming out in 2024. And Variety published a list of 50 movies, but I'm not going to go into all 50 of those because mm. some of these don't have like re- like release dates. They're more like TBD or like there's no distribution yet. So I'm just going to go down chronologically, starting in February. Lisa Frankenstein, the director is Zelda Williams, daughter of Robin Williams. Oh, that's cool. Um, Frankenstein's th- story is so hot right now. Yeah. I know. Right? This is slated for a February 9th release and a twist on the Frankenstein mythos, this time with a teenage girl building her very own monster out of uh, whatever, says the article. Um, oh, interesting. First time feature filmmaker Zelda Williams, um, plus a script from Diablo Cody. Um and in front of the camera, we have Catherine Newton, who is playing uh, the teacher Elisa, and Cole Sprouse as her monster. From uh, who's Cole Sprouse? From the uh, Zach and Cody, yeah, the, that Zach Disney Cody. show. Yeah, he, I think one of them was on Riverdale. I don't know. Um, cool. I'm a huge fan of both of those. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it once. I, isn't Cole Sprouse the kid from uh, Big Daddy? Is it? I, th- I think, oh, it might be actually. I think so. I think so. It might oh be. Oh my yeah. god! I think that is him. See, yeah. they're one of them. They're twins. So. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's both of the yeah, kids yeah, yeah. from Big Daddy. Yeah. So Lisa Frankenstein, February 9th, coming out. Cool. Uh, uh, next, we have the f- the first solo di- directing debut from Ethan Cohen of the Cohen Brothers. This is his first solo 
Joel's first was Tragedy Macbeth. Yes. And this is this Ethan's. This is Ethan's, his brother's. Right. And this is Drive Away Dolls, co-written by his wife, Margaret Qualley, and Geraldine Viswanathan. Oh, cool. <laughs> Stars two friends who try to forget their exes by embarking on a road trip to Florida. Driveway dolls or drive away? Drive drive away. Drive away dolls, okay. Drive away dolls. <laughs> also in the cast, Pedro Pascal, Coleman Domingo, and Matt Damon. Oh, I like Coleman Domingo. Uh, co-star along with uh, Beanie Feldstein. That's a Jonah John Hill's John sister. Hill's sister, yeah. yeah. Um, and coming off Quali's remarkable 2023 performance in Poor Things and Sanctuary uh, from this year. Sanctuary was tight. Uh, that was crazy. The film should be fodder for Quali fans. Is I guess is she, she's, 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 I she's like the her. leading person in this movie. Ooh, that's a good cast. Coleman Domingo and Margaret Quali and Beanie Feldman. And Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. No, Matt Damon is fine. <laughs> <laughs> what? I could take or leave Matt Damon. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's good in certain movies. Of course, we're looking forward to the delayed Dune part two. Hell yeah. Beginning of March, March 1st. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, that's what more needs to be said about that. Are they making a third Dune? They have teased of making the third, uh, the third movie, which, which would follow the book Dune Messiah. Oh, son of a bitch. I'm very much looking forward to that. Hell yeah. Very much it so. It was my most anticipated of 2023, and then that, that got fucked up. Yeah. That, that was, was your most... Mm. I was one of mine. Yeah. I don't want to know if the number one, but it's one of mine. Yeah. The other one, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> that, was this, that was this year, right? I think so, yeah. Iron That's what I'm talking about was 2023. A week later after Dune Part 2 releases, we have uh, another A24 movie, Love Lies Bleeding, mm. with Kristen Stewart. Stewart? Oh, oh yes. This is the muscle model. And uh, yeah. Katie O'Brien, um, the lesbian romance thriller set in the 80s. Oh, my God. Where I think, I think Katie O'Brien plays the bodybuilder who uh, gets into some uh, trouble. I don't know. Uh, I know nothing is, about it, really. Is uh, Kristen Stewart's character's name Trouble? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is also starring Ed Harris, Jenna Malone, Anna Barishnikov, and Dave Franco. And That's a it's fun last name, Barishnikov. Directed by Dave Ro- Franco. Directed by Rose Glass, uh, director of Saint Maud, a horror movie from last year, one or two years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and who Crow wrote this script with? They're making up these names. Veronica Tofilska. <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 totally. They're making up names. That's Stephen King's pen name. <laughs> Expect plenty of mullets, double crossings, and what's sure to be a very splashy premiere at the at Sundance. Splashy is a double entendre. I think they released a trailer for this movie already, and I, I, I want to say I watched it, and I was. I think they released a trailer, and I think I'm, I watched it. I think I watched. <laughs> it might have been a dream. It, I, yeah, that's I, a phrase I, that only could come out of your mouth. It was and a I, Kristen and I believe trailer. <laughs> It was your Kristen Stewart lesbian wet dream that you had. Yeah, that might that might have been it. That might, God damn it. What's the uh, over under that you think um, that there would be a thigh master on display in that movie? <laughs> I don't know. It's said in the eighties. She's, she's a bodybuilder. <laughs> And the same month, end of March, March 29th, we have the long awaited follow up to Parasite. Bong Joon Ho's Mickey Seventeen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Starring Robert Pattinson. Can't wait for that. Um, with uh, also Naomi Aki, Tony Collette, Mark Ruffalo, and Stephen uh, Stephen Yeun. Jeez, good cast. We got a very uh, like a small teaser. teaser of uh, Pattinson in like an MRI looking machine. That's all I'm gonna. I'm not watching a single trailer for that <laughs> um, or that Muscle Mommy m- m- movie. No, yeah. Why not? No, no trailers. I want to go. I'm already excited about it. <laughs> What's the point of a trailer? I don't get you, like, I, get you I, hyped I, for the movie. I don't. I don't like this idea <laughs> of you guys avoiding trailers. Why? Because trailers it affects you. It doesn't affect you at all. 
<laughs> it actually affects them very much. It does. It does. This, it keeps, it, it makes keeps, them soft. This keeps, sounds like a pro-life <laughs> argument. <laughs> I don't like what you're doing with your eyes. It keeps it, it, it keeps me up at night. Don't you understand? <laughs> End of April. Besides Dune Part Two, another uh, Zendaya featured movie directed by Luca Guadagnino called mm. Challengers. Euphoria star leads as a championship tennis star coach opposite Mike Faced as her husband and Josh O'Connor as her ex-lover. And we've gotten a teaser for this movie and it was a, it's a delayed movie from okay. last year, I believe. Oh, okay. And that's why, cause I remember seeing like a, like an image of like her on a bed with like two dudes. It looks like they're about to get into a threesome. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah. I seen that. Directed by Luca Guadagnino. The filmmaker has teased a sexy, hyperkinetic, darkly complex drama about really fucked up people Promising a fizzier outing from the artist behind the melancholy Call Me By Your Name and Twisted Bones and All. Challengers was meant to open at the Venice Film Festival in 2023 before uh, it pushed its release. So now that's coming out in April. That is written by Justin Karitskis, who is the author of the famous meme Potion Seller. Oh, is, oh yes. Potion Seller. That's right. I am going into battle, and I want your strong. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this. We did talk about this like a year ago. I feel like so he's the writer for forgot, this. Yeah. He's a writer for this movie, and coincidentally, Deep Murder at the very end of that movie, there's a, a song that plays over the credits. Yeah, it's yeah. the credit song is that the I I wanted to make sure I heard it right, so I turned the, the subtitles on because it says, "You know, I want to fuck your blood." Yeah, yeah. Over heard, and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Written by Justin Karitskis. Oh. <laughs> Who oh, is this man? Oh, my Who God. Who is married since 2016 to Celine Song, the writer and director of Past Lives. It was the, off the Oscar bait movie, which has a, has a sure running for best picture of the year. What? the fuck this is guy this has guy a, who is this man we need to get him on this show yeah <laughs> i want to get him on i so. know that would be great he seems he seems, low, like, he seems like uh accessible enough yeah. i think <laughs> maybe i don't know oh email I'll, I'll have uh tyler's people email his people. yeah maybe uh uh terrence martin sharp reef uh knows him i don't know yeah <laughs> i'll say hey hey tj can you get can you get hey, us TJ. can you get us hooked up with the, hey, TJ. yeah with jk <laughs> so anyways uh so that's challengers coming out in april uh same day same day release as challengers when we've talked about this alex garland's civil war coming out and that's starring kirsten dunce wagner mora jesse plemons nick offerman as the president mm -hmm. um and it's a direct follow-up to leave the world behind it seems like it comes out the day after my birth i think we're all pretty excited to see what that's gonna look like i um, am i'm very intrigued uh in the chat bruce says his uh one of his most anticipated movies is furiosa well, and speaking of Furiosa, May 23rd is Furiosa. Hey! Uh, the, oh, prequel right. Fur the, the prequel to Fury... <laughs> the prequel to Fury Road, and it's set decades before uh, the happenings of Fury Road, and she has all her hair, and uh, maybe she loses an arm. Jumping to October, nothing in August, I don't know, is the sequel to Joker, Joker 2, Folie Deux, and Joaquin Phoenix reprising his role along with Lady Gaga playing harley quinn been marketed as a musical so far that should be very uh, interesting yeah. at least yeah <laughs> i'm again i'm 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 already I, in yeah what, what, is, it what todd, you, is it todd phillips yeah so yeah, todd phillips. Yeah, okay. it's todd phillips. yeah i'm in what, yeah. why like what like was it because why not? do you not like are joker you, are you not in no no i i <laughs> am i am but i'm just a little bit apprehensive of the musical advertising for but the film if anything i'm more intrigued yeah 
Mm. Who gives a shit? It's a musical. Just watch do. it. Did you Just guys, watch did, it. Did you guys see um, on social media people like being surprised that the new Wonka movie is a musical when they like? I didn't know it was a musical. <laughs> yeah, when all of the other movies have been musicals. <laughs> Thank God I saw that because now I know to avoid that film. <laughs> you know, it is weird. There is a, a kind of a thing where you know movie studios are not advertising these these musicals as musicals because right. they're they're worried about the Tyler's of the world that are like <laughs> That's right. They're That's like I only watch the finest. Uh, critiqued movies. There's I, dozens of us. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch kids' movies, no animation, no, definitely no musicals. Uh, stuff about Nazis, a little too per- hit too close to home, so I won't do it. <laughs> I don't like the slander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too, it's too skewed one way. Um, <laughs> You're endangering my life when you when you have these charges against me being a Nazi. Like, I'm not. But it's not. It's me- I'm me- not. Media. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Listen here. I think. Media literacy as an all-time low right now. <laughs> That's true. Maybe. But people not being aware of what they're getting into. Like, when Saltburn came out, people were seeing it with their moms. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I, have a, because, I would never watch be, this with my mother. Because they, like, they're just... And it's, like, it's not necessarily, like, a bad thing to go into a movie completely blind, but... She at least know the genre. Sometimes, I feel like you need to do a little bit of a research mm-hmm. before you go into it. Don't like go up to the kiosk That's why they at the have theater trailers. and be like, oh, Salpern, what's that about? I've done that before. <laughs> it led to one of my best, greatest uh, movie but watching that's you. experiences. That's, that's, that's you, though. That's true. A more open-minded individual when it comes to watching movies. Mm. And of course, we've all talked about it. Yes. Robert Eggers' Nosferatu coming out on Christmas Day next year. It's Christmas Day. Yeah. What a perfect way to end the holiday season. Do you know that uh, The Exorcist came out the day after Christmas? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> did? Wow. Yeah, it was like 30 or 50 years ago or something like that. And it's like, yeah. fuck, what balls the theater has to do know. to come out with that movie Yeah, and uh, on Boxing Day. So, I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped day. for that, starring Willem Dafoe, yeah. Nicholas Holt, Ralph Innocent, Lily Rose Depp, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Emma Corrin, and 2,000 Rats. I was going to say, I heard that story. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. that should be exciting. Nice. And, th- and then some other movies that have TBD uh, that were sounding interesting. Uh, Gareth Edwards' movie called Havoc coming out next year. Mm, I heard about Sweet. that one. Um, yeah. Starring Forrest Whitaker, Timothy Oliphant, Justin Cornwell, uh, Jesse Mele, Yo Yan Yan. Oh, Yo Yan Yan. Louis Guzman, Sonny Pang. And Richard Pepper, son of Barry Pepper. No shit. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Yorgos Lanthimos uh, movie, Kinds of Kindness, also starring Emma Stone. Damn, Um, he's just just pumping them out. And Margaret Qualley, Willem Dafoe, Jesse Plemons, Hong Chow, and Hunter Schaefer, maybe next year. And then uh, Mother Mary, an A24 movie starring Anne Hathaway and Hunter Schaefer. Oh, David Lowry. David oh, Lowry sweet. is directing this uh, in. in this movie. So I'm yeah, in. that was when I saw that name, I was already bought in. That's all the movies that I've had. Nice. With all these actors that you just rambled off with all these movies, does it kind of feel like Taco Bell where they just take the same ingredients and mix them into different shapes for different dishes? Isn't that every yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah but it's like <laughs> I feel like these actors, it's all it's the same ones over and over again. Which it, I'm not complaining. It's just kind of funny. It's like, oh, well, Phones in this I, are also Margaret Qualley. I mean, isn't it isn't like <laughs> I, so, like a technically, like if you just fold up the a taco, it becomes a burrito. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> a Crunchwrap Supreme is just a burrito I, and a taco together. A I waffle and it. a pancake—it's the same thing, just different yeah. textures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then before I pass it on to you, we have a kitten connection in the chat oh, requesting yeah. that we Ooh. want to do a full review of Garfield. 
uh, the new one the chris pratt garfield yeah uh sarah their name is sarah bruce also looking forward to maxine alien romulus and as well uh, mm-hmm. nosferatu yeah. as well yeah. and that's all i have all right great my new story is about amazon prime video it seems like everybody and their mom has Amazon Prime. It's it's great because you just sign up for the free shipping and then you get all the videos and movies for free. Sure. Well, starting January 29th of this year, the year of our Lord, 2024, <laughs> uh, Amazon Prime will start having uh, commercial breaks and ads peppered into movies, TV shows, what have you. Yeah. Is it clarify that it's in the beginning or just in the middle? Am I going to be in a... I think like well, a Pluto TV type thing. I don't know, man, because I don't have to pay for Pluto and that happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a little bit at the beginning, but then again, I pay for Peacock and they have ads at the beginning sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And Paramount sometimes it'll just be usually an ad for another, you know, NBC another property or Paramount Apple property. TV does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apple TV too. And you're, paying, but you can skip it though. Like and you're paying I, sometimes thousands a month for Apple TV. <laughs> thousands um we don't know if it's going to be in the beginning and then you just have to watch it the one time and that's your time to go hit the bathroom yeah refresh your snacks pop some corn you know whatever that's what the pause button's for no but you can't you can't pause it you can't pause if the you ad. pause the ad then you just why would you pause it you and pause then, the ad then you have to finish watching the ad i guess tyler so. tyler pauses the ad goes and gets the drink comes back finishes the ad <laughs> 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 yeah, so we we don't know if it's going to be at the beginning or peppered throughout, uh, but this just the the latest addition to the streaming services uh, business model is being kind of uh, flipped on its head. Mm, yeah. I so mean, three, like, what, how much is it now for Prime? Eight ninety nine a month currently. That's the cheapest one. Yes. What? So I'm getting nine. ripped off. <laughs> yeah. It's there's the, different tiers. I think. The pricing is not going to change whatsoever unless you want no ads. Mm. If you want to do the no ads starting January 29th, you have to. Um, Pay an extra three dollars a month. What do you guys think about ads? Like Tyler likes commercials for some reason. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Nowadays, I well, like, I eat yeah. it up. The con- capitalist in me, I'm like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> that, that, that's absolutely not true at all. <laughs> okay, I have some definitive pricing here. Prime membership is fourteen ninety nine a month or one hundred thirty nine a year if you pay annually. But Prime Access is also just seven dollars a month for qualifying government assistance recipients, including SNAP, EBT, and Medicaid. Oh, so they have a. Okay. Who knew you could get discounted Amazon Prime if you're on SNAP? I think I gotta call Amazon support. I'm getting ripped off. I don't know what the hell also, I'm doing giving them eighteen dollars a month. Prime Student, another discounted membership, is only seven forty nine per month or sixty nine dollars a year for members. <laughs> Enrolled nice. in two or four year colleges that include additional <laughs> exclusive perks <laughs> specifically for students. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, all that's going to stay the same unless you want no ads, no ads, and you have to pay an extra three bucks a month, or in Tyler's case, five bucks a month. Those. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know what I'm doing though. I'm, I'm paying almost nearly twenty GD dollars a month. Yeah, I, I don't have to. I got to tell my mom about this because she's going to have to upgrade her membership. <laughs> You get three dollars extra a month. <laughs> so the ad free uh, the ad free cost applies to both Amazon Prime members who currently pay the one hundred thirty nine a year, or for fast shipping and perks like Prime Video, and to folks who pay the nine dollars a month for a standalone subscription for Prime Video. So you can do just the video mm-hmm. only, okay. or shipping benefits and all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So buy more stuff online so Tyler has a, has a job, good job security. Yeah, uh, <laughs> We've had so many changes to our streaming services that we're getting back to the point where it's almost just cable again. Uh. I yeah. still think this is better because it's the cable companies. I because I could just I could just stop paying for one for a while 
and then just sure, and just start. watch all the stuff I want on Prime and then cancel that for a little while and come back. Or if you're splitting bills with your significant other or, or roommates or whatever, mm-hmm. you say, I'll pay for Prime if you pay for HBO Max. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's easier to split that way. Um, well, I mean, I watch cable TV on the regular now that, uh, now that you're living fat and happy off your mother's teeth. (laughs) Don't don't talk about my mother that way. The difference between ads from streaming services to cable TV is significantly different. Um, I think because cable companies know that they're dying breed. And so they play ads a lot. When I look at ads on TV or I look at like billboards in the freeway, I'm like, who is looking at that and be like, I want that. It's, it's, <laughs> but there is an amount of people that are, no, that I, are thinking that. I think the same. What, what brand of toothpaste do you guys use? Colgate? Sensodyne? If you didn't have sensitive teeth, what would you use? Like whatever, whatever, whatever is available. kind of all the same. Whatever is available to me. Right. So why do you, why do you use Colgate and why do I use Crest? Uh, I mean, it's just the, more like the packaging yeah. I'm like, and it's simple. I don't think about it. And probably because that's the brand you've probably heard of a billion times. And you're like, I'm definitely not using it's a household name brand. Yeah. I'm probably definitely not using Stevie's Stevie's toothpaste. Yeah. I'm not, because I, I don't know. I've never heard of them before. Is that, are they yeah. even real? <laughs> <laughs> I see it on the shelf, but do people like, buy it? I mean, people, I must buy it. It's that, here. Sh- that shit's subliminal. It's What's like, it? you know, oh, so it's, all, okay, all so. the stuff that you're seeing is just like they live. Yeah. You see it coming. You, you're driving by it on the freeway. You don't even realize it, but it's got its hooks in you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're absolutely correct. You get introduced to Dr. Pepper when you're eight years old. Yeah. And you're like, that. I like that, Dr. Pepper. That company, like, you know, it has now found their lifelong customer because mm-hmm. they like Dr. Pepper. I don't want to be a corporate show. That's why I'm paying the extra three bucks to the corporate entity. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't have to watch those ads. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, that's pretty much all I have. And then very quickly, um, we are losing one of our cool ass yard duties and we have only five slots available no yes it is. and we're announcing it yeah yeah and and only i'm saying that because oh we, we have a space available we have a sp- spot available yeah i've subscribed to people's patreon for you know six months to a year and then i stop it at some point i'm a big believer in like we as a society consume free youtube videos free podcasts mm-hmm. free radio free ad assisted vod you know tubi and pluto and all that stuff there are people who I listen to that I find value in and I try to support them. You know, I try to go to the, their Patreon or say, do they have the buy, buy me a coffee sort of thing or whatever. And the people who t- are generous enough to listen to the show and subscribe to our Patreon, whether it's a $5 tier, $2 tier, mm-hmm. or the, the top dollar, you know, um, cool ass yard duties. It's like, that is what that really helps us. And it makes us feel excited to do stuff and do new things and upgrade these webcams that we have and lighting and really spend some time making good content and, and we're evolving to maybe do some more immediate reviews of new releases. Yeah. And all that comes from the Patreon, you know, I mean, subscribe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you want to, because we're going to keep doing this for free. But if you find value in it, we appreciate the subscription of the Patreon. And there's a lot of people that do it. And admittedly, we're not super active on Patreon. You don't get like two new episodes every single week on there. So all the people who are, are supporting us, they're doing it really out of the kindness of their heart. And, yeah. and there are some perks and the cool ass yard duties, you know, what you get above everything else is same, uh, you know, exclusive content that we have only for the Patreon notifications. If we're going to be taking live calls, when we do get to that at some point, uh, your fan pick still go, goes on the wheel. Um, you get a free merch item after three months from the sh- from the store. Mm-hmm. You also get a discount at our middle-class film class merch store, 15, I think it's 15% or something like that. And every purchase forever. Um, after three months, you can be a call in guest on the show. We've had, um, 
our cool ass yard duties as um, trivia contestants. We've had them call in right. and have long form discussions with us. You know, we're open to just about anything. You want to sit in and do your streaming picks with us or do mm-hmm. a news story or a full length review. All those things are basically we're, we're picking on the cool ass yard duties first because they're the ones that support us. And then, of course, obviously, at the end of every episode, we do a shout out. So um, if, yes. you, if you want to go into the, the remaining slot, we have we're going to have four after today, if you want to be the fifth one, just go to the patreon.com slash middle class film class and either sign up or upgrade your subscription. That's all I need wanted to say about that. Thank you so much, uh, everybody who supports us. Absolutely. All right. So that's our uh, news stories. Let's get into some streaming picks. Movies. Want to watch a movie? Yes, yes, I do. Disney Plus. Oh, HBO Max. If I don't get the pick, show's over. I Grown accustomed to Hulu Plus, Amazon Prime. I like Netflix. You <laughs> Streaming picks. Movies that we watch on our streaming services this week that you can watch too. Tyler, why don't you lead us off? I'm streaming picking uh, the movie that's been all the rage as of recently. Uh, that's going to be 2023's Saltburn. Mm. Um, we talked about this earlier uh, a couple episodes ago about, um, about the salacious content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, when it was coming out. Uh, yeah, it, pun um, intended. <laughs> okay. Um, so Saltburn, I didn't know what I expected uh, going into this movie. Uh, it's just uh, it's about a student at Oxford University, and he finds himself drawn into the world of. A charming and aristocratic classmate who invites him to his eccentric family sprawling estate. And the estate is called Saltburn. It's like this castle name, Yes, right? so yeah, it, yeah. It's called Saltburn. It's famous. And it's funny because you're, you, you, you believe that this man um, or this young man comes from, you know, just like he's, he's a poor, he's a poor kid. He's never, he's never seen anything. Are we doing no spoilers on this? No, I'm not going to, I'm okay. not going to, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm good, not going to spoil yeah. it. Um, I feel like there's a, a, a nice, a, there's a nice reveal at a couple different points in the movie. So there is, I mean, the, so he, I, I kind of, re, I, at, in the beginning I related to this guy oh, okay. because <laughs> <laughs> what? What, was that? Like, I, what was you that? didn't give the context first and like in the beginning you were just gonna say i related to him <laughs> well in the yeah so in the first half of the I, not even first half um in the first like chunk of the movie i should say i related to him in the sense that i have been exposed to like ultra rich uh families before and it's it is a culture shock because I come from little means, not nowadays, but back then. <laughs> Big means now. Yeah. Back then, I I did uh, come from little means when I was interacting with these very rich families. And so I related to, like, that sense of awe um, going, like, seeing the estate and just being in love with the... Uh, uh, the fruits of wealth and it, it it was shot really beautifully and the acting was just stunning. And I thought that I, did you like I, the movie? Yeah. I was just going to say, <laughs> hey, you haven't even said if you liked it or not. Is it good? Well, I'm waxing on like about how Don't I like wax. the movie. Give your review. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Okay. I, yes. I, yes. I, I, I like the movie very much. <laughs> what a wonderful. <laughs> I like the movie very much. And, um, is it, the, did it make your top five? 
Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Top five of 2023. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Somewhere in there. Cause there's only five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's true. Uh, I, the ending. So the aforementioned scene, um, with the bathtub, that was shocking and it made me cringe and I, uh, didn't, Sorry. I didn't quite un- I didn't quite understand the context of it until the end. Like you have to push yourself to the end to understand about what this kind of what the main character's person is. Yeah. And okay. I think the ending was very satisfying because getting towards the end, I was st- I was starting to lose steam. I was okay. like, okay, I was just like, okay, come on, let's I go. Try. I can't take any more of this. <laughs> it was it was a two hour movie, so you know my you know my patience with movies. Okay, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, it was just a really well done movie, and uh, they uh, tied it up in a really nice bow at the end. Mm-hmm. And um, after the end of the movie. I was speechless, honestly, because um, as for everyone here who's on the stream or watching on YouTube, I'm on Letterboxd right now. So check out my a little bit more well thought out review. (laughs) What was one first review on Letterboxd? His first entry. I'm excited. Yeah, it's my my first review. Proud of you, brother. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a it was a really uh, it was a it was a roller coaster of emotions. And I, I would recommend. I would recommend this movie to anyone, but anyone watch it. to anyone to your priest to your mom. I don't have a priest, but um, you would ask your mom to watch this movie with you. Uh, I wouldn't watch it with her, but I would ask her to watch it. I'd be like, I think you might like this movie. I think my, I, I like the grave site scene. I, that's <laughs> oh god, yeah. I my about my that. um. <laughs> My mom couldn't make it through the Barbie movie. I could really no. She couldn't. She didn't like. <laughs> she it. walked out of Barbie. I mean, they watched it at home. She walked into the other room. She she I can't ex- take exited this. the. App. I, I can't take this anymore. Both, both of my parents. I can't, why? What? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't press them on it. Uh, it was on. It was on Christmas. So your mom's like, they. She really needs to know her place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, Saltburn. Uh, yeah, just like it, it's it's uh, I feel like it's surprisingly Joseph, did an you wa- underdog. Did you watch it, Joseph? I haven't finished it. I think Two you thirds. Should, I, I think you should finish it so we can do a um a spoiler discussion for the Patreon. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot to talk about here. Unfor- and I, I, have, I have strong thoughts. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, of, like I mean, unfortunately, social media has uh has ruined a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And um I haven't gotten exactly, you know, specific spoilers for the movie, but there's a lot of inferences I can make because people are going crazy, like like uh, like they would compare this the graveyard scene to the peach scene, and mm. I'd be like, well, now I can infer something from that, you yeah. know. Just I think it, it's it's just about the journey to get to there. And oh, I've, I've two thirds of the journey. I've <laughs> I, I'd say watch it in one sitting. I'd recommend anyone uh, to watch you hear it that, in Joseph? one sitting. You fucked up. I am. And, ah, and I also, Deanna has, wants to stay far away from this movie. So, Why? Um, I, I have to find time to I don't watch that, it on my own. I don't understand. That. People, okay, people I, watching other people slurp up cum out of a bathtub <laughs> is sometimes a turnoff. Unappealing. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it's unappealing. So, don't don't be don't be shocked when like your coworker who you recommended Saltburn comes to and never talks to you again after you you recommend it to them. Fair point. Uh, where's the streaming, Tyler? Uh, this is streaming on Amazon Prime. Cool. Awesome. And uh, Any, anything else? Yeah, no. <laughs> That's it. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, cool. Dynamite. I just been, I just been watching. I just been rewatching uh, True Detective season one, and I'm just I'm so in love with Matthew McConaughey. But uh, other than that, uh, okay, yeah, great. That's it. All Wonderful. right, Joseph, what do you got? Okay, so since we didn't do any stream picks last week, oh yeah, I'm gonna have a, a collection. Okay. a little bit. Um, I'll kind of go through them fast. Um, but I watched on not on release day, but uh, I watched the new Chicken Run movie. Oh, that's already out. Chicken Run: Dawn oh. of the Nugget. Uh, the sequel, the long-awaited sequel from Ardman Studios uh, to Chicken Run, the first movie that came out in the late 90s, or yeah, early 2000s. Like that, yeah. It was early 2000s. Um, and uh, so this is a sequel, kind of, oh, not quite directly following that storyline, but they, at the end of Chicken Run, they escape and they f- end up finding like a sanctuary-like island where they can just live in, in peace. Um, and this is following the sort of civilization that they've created and... Uh, and now the the main character has, now has a daughter, and she looks exactly like her mom, and has her same her mom's same like adventurous spirit, and wants to adventure out into mm. the rest of the world, mm. and that's kind of the inciting incident that she escapes the island and um and then gets <laughs> gets uh caught by um this new like futuristic. Uh, factory that is now creating the the chicken nugget. Okay, um, and oh, no. um, this is a movie that if you've seen and and liked or slash loved the the first Chicken Run movie, this is for those people because this movie was very much for me because I watched the Chicken Run movie when I was in theaters and I like loved it as a kid and that really got me introduced to to like stop motion and claymation mm-hmm. that mm. style of that style of that medium of of film. Yeah. Um, and um, so it holds a, a kind of a, a nostalgic place in my heart. Um, and so for me, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, there are some pretty silly, I mean, it's a silly movie for sure. Um, but it's also, the first movie is kind of like a dark comedy for kids yeah. because of the nature of the movie. Because yeah. they're they're going to be made into a, a pies. Yeah. Um, and, oh, damn. And this one, it kind of paints like a picture of, of, of like what happens in, in factories where chickens are just led up to like a conveyor belt and dropped into a shredder for uh for chicken nuggets and that's horrible that's and that's what the movie literally shows you it shows them being like kind of hypnotized they have like these bracelets or these necklaces that kind of put them into a different state um in like a trance like state trance like state and it marches them up to like this conveyor belt that like is a mountain and like they're walking into the sun or something and then and then it's a curtain and they go behind and then you just hear the shredding it's like cloud atlas with the the clones and um (laughs) but uh a a familiar villain from the first movie is is back and mel gibson (laughs) no Uh, he's not in this movie. No, I can't, yeah. I can't, he's replaced by um, Zachary Levi, Shazam. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. Chuck, right, from that show. Kind of weird because they're both kind of right-wing nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were, li- they were, Armin was a little too late to realize <laughs> that before. <laughs> they, 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 like, they God already, damn it, I forgot. They yeah. voiced this five years ago before that came out. <laughs> yeah. But Chicken Run, it's... It's good if you liked if you like Ardman and if you liked the first movie. It's a good follow up. It's not I don't think it's quite as good as the first movie, but um it's nice. really for that kind of that specific audience. Was that streaming again? Uh that's a direct to Netflix release. So Cool. Um, Easily accessible. Yeah. Uh, my next streaming pick, I watched a bunch of Christmas movies in between, but uh, I won't talk about those. Um, I caught up with They Clone Tyrone, which oh, is cool. also on Netflix. They clone Tyrone. And um 
I liked it quite a bit. I ended up I ended up quite uh, liking it quite a bit. Um, I think my my first, my initial issue with the movie was that it, it took a little bit for things to get going. Yeah, it's about 30, 40 minutes and before something interesting happened. And that's like, I mean, it's in the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, which also I was like, I was waiting for that because that's, it's in the title of the movie. So yeah. I'm waiting for that moment. Um, but this movie is very much like inspired by like a black dynamite or like a black exploitation movie. Um, and it's almost filmed like that, but it's, it's like a seventies style movie, but it takes place in the modern era. And, but you also have slick Charles Jamie Foxx is really leaning who, into who that. Who plays like a 70s style pimp. Yeah. Slick he's got, Charles. He's got like the leather, so like, like the tight leather coat and like the this hairstyle mm-hmm. that he has. Um, he's like a Cat Williams style pimp. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it also it had hints of like Boots Riley, uh, Sorry to Bother You. Yeah. Not as insane as that movie, but, um, and then also Moon, the premise of Moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and whereas Moon, it's like a, it's like a spoiler or not spoiler. It's like a, that's like a reveal or a twist. Whereas this, it's like right up front, kind of baked into the plot. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's like a conspiracy corporate horror. It's not really a horror movie, but it's very much like a conspiracy, uh, corporate conspiracy movie. Um, a little where, bit of like pop invasion of the body snatchers, kind of too. Yeah, a little bit. Where um, and get out like a Jordan Peele's yeah. uh, kind of style of uh, his storytelling. Get uh, out. There's like a whole underground government type thing happening in, in this small town. Um, and uh, they're essentially uncovering it. And uh, I won't say what they're doing, but you can kind of infer like what they're doing in like Black Dynamite, but uh, on a more fucked up level, I think. And it's less it's less comedic, hmm. um, but the movie is kind of overall funny. Like Slick Charles is easily the, the, the funniest part of the movie. He's good. Yeah, he's really good. It's a dynamite um, name too, Slick Charles. Yeah. And... Um, a surprise, uh, Kiefer Sutherland is in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely worth your time. Uh, kind of a surprising, surprisingly good Netflix release that kind of just dropped out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of went under the radar, I think, a little I bit. Love, I love that. Um, it, it's definitely making it into my like top, tw- maybe like top 20, 25 of the year. Yeah. Like that. Um, I caught up with the creator. Um, oh, nice. Finally, on streaming on Hulu now. I purposely did not wa- read your review on it. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to hear it fresh <laughs> for the show. <laughs> um, and it is true. It is very derivative of other material, of other movies. And in my review, I basically, I just put that this movie is definitely like inspired and similar to other movies that have come before it. But none of those movies are this movie. Yeah. That's a, of, oh, that's a good, great point. None of those movies are the creator. And while like it's, it is kind of a sappy storyline, um, it still kind of hit me. You didn't, it it, also, me. you didn't mention how good that kid actor was. Fuck, she's good. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that caught me off guard. And John David Washington as well. It, it, and their sort of chemistry, like the chemistry in this movie was what the chemistry in like 65 should oh, have been. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, 65 is more of a silly premise, <laughs> mm-hmm. but this movie is, uh, it's has notes of like, um, uh, like district nine a little bit, mm-hmm. um, with how they're treating AI. Um, uh, I'm sure there's other, obviously there's other movies that kind of like, a, like Detroit become human. I have that in my notes for this. Yeah. Um, and then maybe a little bit of star Wars, but the, the visual effects in this movie are just top notch, like really, really good. Like the lighting and the, the scale of everything. And, um, yeah, just real solid 
front to back. Just really, really good. Um, and that's streaming on Hulu now, so everybody can watch it. I wish I saw this in theaters too. Uh, how 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 do you like that that bus scene when she's talking about them going to heaven? Oh yeah, here real, comes the bus. Really good. Yeah, yeah, and like that, that the whole ending scene. It it was like it was good. It was really good writing. <clears throat> yeah, it was really good writing because of how like I don't want to give anything away, but it's like there's, there's a moment where it's like they intro they introduce things like ideas and like technology really well play a part in the story and to the whole end of the movie mm-hmm. and it makes sense within this story in this world and i was like that was really well placed because now i understand what they're doing and it's not like it's coming out of nowhere yeah and so yeah i loved it it was great yeah i can't wait to see the four hour cut yeah there's a four hour cut? if if it ever comes out yeah how, long, gonna, how long is this movie it's like two hours two, two hour, two, 220 or something 11 214 i'll just watch it in an 850 tiktok video um, <laughs> and then my last two i watched troll not to be confused with troll or troll 2 or troll hunter <laughs> <laughs> this is just troll streaming on netflix i believe yeah i think it's netflix um this is the same director of the wave a stream pick i had a year ago a couple years ago which was like a natural disaster movie that was takes oh, place yeah. in norway yeah um in the fjord um which was really really good um and this is his I don't know if it's a, fo- a direct follow-up to that, but um, this one also was a real good like creature monster feature. Um, and if you've seen Troll Hunter, all the lore that you learn from that movie applies to this movie. Yeah, I was thinking Troll Hunter was uh, what you were referring to as far as what you, pretty similar. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty. It's not the a found, it's not a found footage movie, and it's it's less of a comedy because that movie is more of like a, a comedy. But is that the movie where like the troll looks like a rock and then he like Troll Hunter? No, and no, no, and no, troll. Like, and yeah, troll. there's a yeah, there's a scene in this movie where he like they're standing in front of the troll's head, and his eye opens up. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I know, yeah, it, I know it, what this movie is. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good time for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and uh, I won't go too much. I mean, it's a monster movie. If you want, if you want a good monster movie, there's some good like chasing sequences where they're like driving a car and the troll's following them. Yeah. Um, there's some good scenes in that, and the visual effects are actually pretty good. Pretty good in this movie. I like the reason why they're chasing the car. It gives, yeah, you, it gives it, it a good it, reason. It's yeah, you end up it's, it's a lot of sympathy. Yeah, and then it ultimately ends kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's troll streaming Netflix, and then my most surprising stream pick ooh, ooh, that I ended stream. that I ended up liking quite a bit, honestly. Um, Rami Malek. <laughs> 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 um, it just dropped on Netflix. It came out earlier this year. Um, this is Neil Blomkamp's Gran Turismo. Yeah. And I've heard really great things about that film. Th- I by the end of this movie, I was like s- super pumped. Really, <laughs> I was like, this was a super fun movie. Cool. And there might so this mom, is, dad, I want a racing simulator. So, ASNP. So this stars Jimon Hunsu as you're seeing right there as the father of. Uh, I can't remember. I can't. I don't remember. I can't blanking on the characters' names. But this is a uh, based on a true story. It's not a video game movie. It's based on a true story where a real life sim racer for Gran Turismo went on to become a pro racer because of this whole program that they show us in this movie. And Orlando Bloom plays like the uh, marketing genius behind doing this whole thing. Hmm. Um, he's kind. He kind of plays like 
the asshole kind of character, but he's not really unlikable for the most part, in my opinion. And then David Harbour is the veteran uh, race car driver who is teaching all these kids. I can't teach these goddamn kids the video game <laughs> generation. Essentially what, what his, yeah, the beginning good. of the movie. It whole writes thing. itself. Yeah. <laughs> and, and albeit the movie, you can kind of see like where it's going to go and the predictability of it and how it's like, how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you just look into the actual story, then um, you'll find out. But um but yeah, it was still like, it still, it still hit me pretty good. I, nice. I, I, there was really good use of the FPV drones in oh, this. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, some really great, like, oh fuck sequences, um, where I was like, it just came out of nowhere. Cool. And, um, yeah. And this stars the, I can't remember his name, but he's Archie in, Medic- in Saltburn. He Med- plays Medekwe. the, uh, James in Saltburn. I think this no, is. No, his name is, uh, Farley. Oh, Farley. Oh, Farley. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, he's a little, kind of bland or stale in the beginning of the movie because he's just like this gamer kid um who just stays in rooms and just plays Gran Turismo all day mm-hmm. um but uh the performances actually are pretty good when as you get later in the movie like there's this very very surprising heartfelt moment between Jimon Hunsu and and his son the main character um and it, it got me a little bit. Jimon Hunsu was really, he's not in it that much, but when he is in it, he does a really good job. He's great. You um, want to know something? When this was happening, someone getting tapped to be a driver because of a, a driving simulator, I was reading that in real time into the news. And the real life uh, person, the kid who did this, was the stunt driver for this movie. No shit. Yeah. That's really wow. cool. Yeah. He was a stunt driver for, uh, for this movie. And it was... It was an adrenaline. I was on the edge of my seat. It was, it was there, fun. Since it's a Neil Blomkamp movie, were there any um, CGI aliens and or robots? Uh, no. Oh, damn it. But <laughs> the this was the best use of everything that he used in that video. What was that movie? Demonic. Were, Demonic. Yeah. That was the best use of like he took a lot of elements from that and applied it to this. And this was definitely worked better for this movie. Cool, that's awesome. Because there's shots of him where he's driving in the simulator and it like transitions out and like this car forms around him and vice versa when he's driving on the track mm-hmm. and it, you know, he's trying to get into his own head, trying to focus because like mm-hmm. the whole movie is about him like just kind of trying to commit to, you know, passing the car or commit to a move that he's going to do and him trying to focus and it cuts back to like he's in the, he's in the race car, the car breaks apart like mechanically, like like it just spreads out Whoa. and you see all the gears and stuff mm. and it transitions him to back into his room to like a scene prior in the movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really entertaining, entertaining movie for sure. It's on my list of 2023 movies I have yet to see, but need to before I make my definitive yeah. it top, was, top 10 list. It was definitely like, like it's not like my top five or anything, but it was surprisingly like, it was more surprising how, how well I liked it. Um, but yeah, so those are, and that's on Netflix. So cool. Right on. Super accessible. All right. Awesome. Uh, any, any other ones? Nope. That's it. Okay. So I got three streaming picks I'm going to talk about today. One of them is kind of an anti-streaming pick. Not a bad movie, Ooh. but something that you can probably skip. Uh, first one is a movie that was recommended to me by an online Twitter friend. This is called The Woodsman from 2004. Woodsman. Yeah. I never heard of it before. Sounds a little familiar. Um, now, this is starring uh, the most beloved Kevin Bacon. Um, also starring David Allen Greer, Kira Sedgwick, Eve, the rapper, uh, Benjamin Bratt. Wait, Dag's in it? Yeah. Uh, uh, Benjamin Bratt, Carlos Leon, who you would recognize if you saw him, Michael Shannon for a hot minute, and Yassine Bey, a.k.a. Most Def. Oh, Fantastic cast. He, that, yeah. Really, really great cast. And yeah. I, this is the synopsis. 
A pedophile returns to his hometown <laughs> after 12 years in prison. Is this Kevin Bacon? Yes. Okay. And attempts to start a new life. Uh, so, okay. you're watching this movie from the perspective of this terrible person, Kevin nice. Bacon. Yeah. The most beloved Kevin Bacon. Oh, the married mm-hmm. couple, Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Okay. Yeah, I was, wasn't sure if maybe they met on this set of this, but they met years prior to this. They were already married. Are you playing a pedophile? And they do, they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really got into my character for this one. I went, I went method. <laughs> oh my god, um, that's awful. But I, I think it's really interesting watching movies that dare you to have sympathy for an unlikable character. Sure, because sure. he's not unlikable as a person, except for his when, when you find out what his past was. Yeah, and it's not a surprise, but they don't really immediately. They show some mug shots, but then it's kind of revealed later on, and. There's some weird choices in this, too, because, like, he gets an apartment after he gets out of the clink, and he gets an apartment right across the street from an elementary school. Hey, that's illegal. And you're thinking, isn't, isn't there anywhere else you could go? Yeah, L- the, literally anywhere. Isn't there like, you have to anywhere. stay away from... Oh, there's a scene where he measures the distance from his front door to the to the child. Oh, the literally legal. And he's like, I'm legal. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Uh, Barely legal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, and the other thing too is like, <laughs> there's an interesting scene in this where he, he hooks up with Kira Sedgwick's character, who's his in, in real life wife, as we said, and they're post coitus mm-hmm. and she, she, they basically, right now they're post, they're pro coitus. Yeah. Oh. And <laughs> that's post coitus. Right yeah. There. They, that's the, that's the benefit of filming with a husband wife duo. You don't even need a, an intimacy coach. You just watch them. <laughs> they ba- just bang, bang right there. They just bang. That's it. Oh God. It adds to the realism. But anyways. <laughs> I guess, I guess that's true. So. They're laying post-coitus and they're starting to share things that they've never shared with each other as oh, an no. intimacy mm. thing. And, and, and she kind of is like, you know, what's your deal? I, I know something's up. What's your problem, pedophile. bud? I know. And he, he, he lays it out. And, you're, and you don't know as a viewer what it is. You, okay, you know, so you're, you know just lear- you're learning along with the kind partner. Of. I mean, you know it's some sort of sex crime or something like that. And, you okay. know, but you don't know what it is. And have you guys ever been on the Megan's Law website? Uh, yes. What? You ever been on there? <laughs> just the way you... <laughs> you, ever, you ever been on there? I mean, I, I wasn't... I was Registered. Uh, <laughs> against my will. <laughs> See, I was I was setting you up for that joke. <laughs> Joseph, you ever been on there? No. Okay, so it's fascinating. It's depressing. <laughs> they have the map, don't they? Where, yes. Where you can like look. Yeah, my yeah last, they one do. Of the, one it's of the crazy. Last, it's crazy. One of the last houses I lived in, in Vacaville, we had one on our street, a pedophile on our street. Mm-hmm. Well, you're we, safe. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> that motherfucker was hella cool. I uh, knew I knew him. Oh. I was like, hey, it's the, the fucking Charles down the street or whatever. The guy that rides the banana board around. He's like 70 years old or 60 years old. And the person he offended with, he married and was his wife. <laughs> I went to school with his daughter. <laughs> what? It was crazy. Wait, what a plot twist. Yeah, it was it was really anyways, it was now very that's like, grooming. It was like May May December, yeah. <laughs> really um, weird. But on the website it tells you what the offenses are and it's like um forced copulation with the da 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 person this month this year of age or oral this and you know in penetration with an indecent object exposure like, yeah or indecent exposure <laughs> keep going <laughs> it, it's these deplorable things so he breaks down what he's in for and he's like i molested please don't take this drop <laughs> <laughs> i molested girls from the age of 10 to 12 
One of them was 14. She told me she was 11. One of them was nine. She told me she was 10. And you're like, holy <laughs> shit. It doesn't even matter. Like, Well, it's a difference. It's, st- it's difference if that's what his offense is versus I was 19. My girlfriend was 17. You know, that, okay, okay. very different when you're a four, 30 year old dude and you're molesting 10 year olds. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. throughout the co- course of this movie, the, it's daring you to like the character mm-hmm. and f- like root for him to have redemption. And he's constantly doing things that make you go, what is wrong with you? He's like following kids around the neighborhood, but he's the protagonist. Interesting. It is a very interesting watch. Am I the bad guy? Yeah. Is there a redemption arc? Like, does he does, does he kill himself or like <laughs> <laughs> that's the redemption arc? Um, I'm not going to tell you because okay, I think the funny. I think the way that the movie that's unfolds it, it works better that way. Um, and it's it's a fast watch too. I want to say it's just under 90 minutes or something like that. Oh wow, which is great. Um, and I can't remember who recommended this to me. Um, yeah, it's an hour and 27. I'll have to pack in for 90 minutes. This is streaming on Amazon Prime, Peacock, Roku, Tubi, Canopy, Pluto, and Plex. Mm. So I am absolutely recommending this. Oh, you are? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I thought this was the anti stream. No, this is this is a this is a streaming pick for sure. Um, the performances are great. There's some stuff about him when he gets the new job and people find out who he really is and stuff mm-hmm. and how that works and there's another pedophile creeping around the neighborhood and he's like, I know who you are. I'm you're me. I am you. And you know, maybe they're rivals. Fighting they're over children. Rivals. No, this, this guy's into boys. So oh, Jesus. anyways, it, it's a really complex movie. Um, it's not like, it's like I gave it three and a half on Letterboxd. It's worth a watch, worth your time. And it's a fast watch. So okay. interesting, mm-hmm. interesting movie. Um, okay. So my next pick is a classic from, 1973 mm-hmm. this i got i bought this long time on criterion collection it's called lady snowblood mm. and there's a, a i think two or three movies in the series toho uh, yeah it's that exactly it's Toho movie which is the godzilla famously the godzilla godzilla studio um and it's just streaming on max right now also streaming on the criterion channel and this movie if this movie didn't exist kill bill would not exist this this movie i believe that there is so much taken from this movie for kill bill also the netflix original series animated series that i talked at length about blue eye samurai mm-hmm. very much takes from this so i'm gonna give you the, like the the broad synopsis is that uh, our main character lady snowblood she is the daughter her mother was watched her child and her husband get murdered in front of her by some local like Yakuza. Mm-hmm. They're not called Yakuza, but they're like the local gang. And she watched her family get butchered and then she kills one of them, gets sent to life in prison because <laughs> of it. Halved. Yeah. <laughs> he gets, she gets sent to life in prison because of it. And okay. while she's in prison, she loses her mind, decides to like have sex with every every guard and every inmate she can. As anyone would. Yes. As, absolutely. And she father or she she mothers a child. She sires a child. Okay. And this child is Lady Snowblood. She dies in childbirth, and the child born of this rageful woman is basically like you—they're like label her as not a human. You're like a vengeful spirit. Mm. Yeah, an Onibaba or something oh, like, like that. The ghost like, of Tsushima, <laughs> something like that. So she inherited the rage. Exactly. The 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 the, the trauma that was done to her mother is generational, and okay. although she never met her mother, it's still there. Okay, and she's trained much like Pai Mei in, in Kill Bill trains Beatrice Kiddo. Kiddo. Mm-hmm. She's trained only to kill, 
and she's trained by this master. And she and it shows these long sequences of her being trained as like a 10-year-old or 12-year-old or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really intense stuff. The, the cool thing about this is, you know, you're watching some of these classic Japanese movies, cinema, and you're like, eh, it's, it's a little slow. It's a little this. It's a little that. None of that applies to this. Wow. It's, it's, it's entertaining. The pacing is fast. There is way over the top blood and guts that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. The scenes where she like slash somebody open and the blood fountains out like yeah. Kill Bill. Exactly, exactly like this. There's some really, really fantastic action sequences. I think I here. know a doctor who would disapprove of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, so yeah, I, it's one of these ones that I bought a long time ago. I've heard it's great and I heard it inspired Kill Bill. I just put it on my shelf and didn't watch it for quite some time. And I finally pulled the trigger and watched it. And it's so fun. Would so. you say it's better than Kill Bill? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but it, but it is a, it is a fantastic movie. I gave it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. All right. Yeah, so Kill Bill is one of my all-time favorites. So um, Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that. And then lastly, oh yeah, also streaming, streaming on Max as a reminder. Uh, lastly, I watched Bradley Cooper's sophomore directorial effort, Maestro, streaming on Netflix. And Maestro. yeah, this is the one about the st- life and times of Leonard Bernstein, uh, famed composer, musician, and um, conductor as well. Uh, played by Bradley Cooper, starring opposite Carrie Mulligan, who plays his, in real, in his uh, wife in real life, or I guess Leonard Bernstein's, Leonard Bernstein's car- wife. Yeah, life. Were there chairs in this movie? There were, distractingly, yes, a lot of chairs. A lot of people <laughs> sitting in chairs. So I thought that was very hypocritical. Only though. in the scene are there chairs. Yeah. Everyone uh, get up. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> I don't know a ton about Leonard Bernstein. I know that he's like a famous composer and I know that his music he created is, Hallelujah. Uh, is that him? I think that's him. Yeah. Interesting. I thought that was Leonard Cohen. Oh, I'm getting my Leonard's confused. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of famous <laughs> Leonard's in the world. Um, Maya Hawk is in here for a hot minute and you know, there's a couple other people that you recognize, but I mean, really ultimately it's Bradley Cooper and Carrie, Carrie Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Very well acted, very well shot. Some really interesting camera movements. I just didn't give a shit about any of it. Mm. So if maybe if I had like a hard on for Leonard Bernstein and I wanted to know everything about his life and what led him, led him to be the man that he is in today, um, I would be way more bought into it, but I'm looking for the, like this musical biopic and I want to see me personally. I want to see his craft. There's in stuff in the trailer it shows him conducting. It shows him playing the piano. It shows all this stuff along with parts of his life. Yeah. There's almost none of that in the movie. It's all really? just his relationship with his wife and the relationship Ugh. with his mistresses, which are actually men because he's bisexual and he's just wow. a, a serial polygamist. <laughs> Tyler, what do you, why, oh. why, why, what is that? Oh, bisexual. This is bisexual. Oh, I, great. Another, another, <laughs> I'm, I'm another one of these. I'm out. <laughs> a lot of interesting like black and white stuff. Half of the movie is black and white. And it's, oh, is that right? Yeah, and it, and it literally chronicles his life from uh, age 25 up until near his death. Yeah. The best thing about this is the prosthetics because not only him, but I think Mulligan also gets some prosthetics because as they age, the noses grow and their hair changes and yeah, his, yeah. his accent even oh, changes. Dude, so they do like a gradual like aging yeah. sort of thing? It's, okay. like, kinda, it's more like a jump cut, age 25 and then age 40 and then age 55 and the hair's getting gray now he's age 65 70 now he's like teaching again or teaching instead of composing and it's not bad at all it's a it's a really well-made movie and it's a high quality movie but i just didn't care yeah i could go my entire life without having seen this and not care one bit when when we talk about music films 
I always go back to Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Whiplash is lots of performance the, in there. A lot the, of like you're seeing it happen. You're seeing I mean, it's also yeah. not following a real life person. Yeah. Well, that's true too. That's but, true. But when too. I watch like a music doc, I want to see live performances and hear the music of the people. Yeah. The the movie does have hmm. his almost exclusively Bernstein on the soundtrack. So all, okay. all the songs that are playing is like, oh, this is New York, New York by Leonard Bernstein. This is the so-and-so by Leonard Bernstein in the subtitles. Hmm. So you do get that, but there's a, a shot very early in the scene in the movie where he's playing a duet on piano. It's like him and another uh, another guy are playing all four hands on the piano at once. And it's mesmerizing. Oh, it's wow. so good. I could have watched two and a half hours of that and I got like ten, like two minutes of that. My equivalent, but a movie that I actually do like a lot but I don't care about the subject matter or anything would be Moneyball. Oh yeah. Perfect. I, I like, I fucking hate baseball. You yeah. hate but, baseball? But I love, Why? but I love Moneyball. Yeah. Why do you hate baseball? It's because the it's like, greatest it, American pastime. It's like watching grass grow with people in the way. You could take, you could take a nap <laughs> you, in the, in the second inning, wake up in the seventh inning and nothing changed. I'm not going to get into the, but, but, but here you go. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. Cause that's a real life thing. With uh, Billy Bean. I think. Billy Bean, yep. Yeah. Billy and hit the whole method that he, you know, tried and it succeeded in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But the movie is captivating. Yeah. Whereas like, it's all like numbers and stuff and it's about baseball, the most, one of the second most boring sport ever made. Mm-hmm. And What's the number one? Golf. And um, you, you tell me you like golf. I do. Yes. You're such a liar. You have yeah. to. I, how am I lying? Where is the lie? Right there in front of me. If you're, <laughs> if you're watching golf, they do this, a sneaky thing with modern golf where they'll record 50 people playing golf at once and edit it into one cohesive storyline. Oh, as if it's all <laughs> happening at once? Yeah, because they're all over the course. They're yeah, playing they're all, at yeah, any yeah. given time. Yeah. If you're watching two guys on a hole playing golf together, it's so boring. You have you're to be there. You're telling me you don't like mini golf? But that is different. How want, is that different? It's the same. It's the same exact thing. There's no. I'm not, there's no televised mini golf. Watching but, televised mini golf would be even better, I think, than regular golf. Mm, yes, and, it and, would be anyways. because they have like slides and little contraptions that they go through. <laughs> and just, also, you can be drunk while you're playing mini golf. I don't want to get into golf because it's a fucking waste of resources and all that <laughs> shit. But anyway, but that yeah, that's the money ball would be the equivalent. But I like that movie <laughs> yeah well that's the thing too is like i like classical music and i like jazz and i like live performances and yeah some, some yeah. There, there is a scene where he's conducting near the end and it's set in like a, a large church like an old school church with huge, super high vaulted ceilings and there's live singers while the orchestra is playing uh-huh. and they show that almost start to finish that a big section of the performance and that's great and his energy is there and it, bradley cooper's really laying into it and stuff and the music is fantastic and i'm like why couldn't i get more of this yeah. Right. Oh, he just yeah. he. It, I I get Bradley Cooper loves Bernstein and he wants to, he wanted to make the movie about his life, but he's not painted in a very good light. He's a serial cheater. He's a run he's a philanderer. He runs yeah. around on his on his family. Well, he, I mean, it guess it's better to show that the real sure and I, I, more I'm, true side of things. I'm fine with that, but if for the people who don't even like classical music and some symphonic orchestras and things like that, like I I like that stuff. If you don't even care about that and you're watching it maybe it's better for you because it's more of just like a straight biopic without all the nuts and bolts. Yeah, sure. But I want the money ball nuts and bolts. Yeah, yeah. I want to see, see the in, inner I want to machin- see the baseball. I want to see the inner machinations of how he creates the music and how I'm, he composes it. I mean, music. imagine if they just showed the numbers and never showed any of the, like the enacting of what he's doing on the field. Yeah. So anyways, that's yeah. that's Maestro. I mean, I still gave it like three stars because it's a visually, I mean, visually good looking movie. You'd probably like Tar more. I did like Tar more. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was a better performance, 
And there is a lot of like theory into it. As pretentious as it is, it, that's what I'm there for, to like see the theory and see the application right. of the art. Right. So anyway, so those are my streaming picks. Uh, you guys got anything else? Uh, nope. nope. Okay. So thank you to everyone who's still with us on YouTube. Thank you to the OG podcast listeners. And thank you to our people last yard duties. That is... Uh, Javier, Heather Sachs, Ryan Corbin, and Chris. Love you, love you, Stephen. There's one more. There's a slot available. Yeah, that's right. If you want to support us, uh, you can share this show. You can share this uh, episode or some of our new uh, produced content over on YouTube, or you can just five star review the show or share with a friend any way you like. Until next time. Thank you for joining us as we gab and chatter. Follow us later on in the week as we review Deep Murder from Patreon Stew. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mcfcpodcast, and send us an email, mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and please follow us on Instagram at Middle Class Film Class, and uh, leave us a voicemail, why don't you, at 209-730-6010. And follow us on Twitter at Podcast MCFC, and on TikTok at Middle Class Film Class. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're doing a lot of fun stuff over there. Until next time, we'll see you later. See you later. See ya. I'm dead.